Often imitated, never duplicated. The one and only B. Scott. You're listening to the B. Scott Show. Get ready, love muffins. <laughs> Candy, will you respond? Okay, so on that particular thing she had posted, she says on there, I don't know why I don't got no show. I mean, they just seem to keep giving the same person the show, the season after season. Well, at the time you said it, they just started production on my new show, bitch. It would either be you or Kim Beerman. So it's you. Girl, bye. Bye, bitch. That's all you can say is bye. But you can't stop seeing me, bitch, because I'm everywhere, bitch. I'm everywhere. And you're going to continue to see me. You've been knowing me since before I got here, bitch. You've been singing my songs, bitch. I got you on here singing my songs. They will forget about you and your outfit. You've been knowing me. You're going to keep knowing me. I'm embedded in your brain, bitch. I'm embedded in your motherfucking brain, bitch. Bye, girl. Bye. Okay. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna move. And just like that, we're back with another episode of the B. Scott Show podcast. And this episode of the B. Scott Show podcast is a very special one because I have decided to do a montage to all of my interviews that I have done with the Housewives of Atlanta. And I'm doing it now because we're right in the mix of the reunion that is so explosive, the virtual reunion that's going on. And I just remember, you know, interviewing the housewives when I was first starting my career. I started doing celebrity interviews around 2007. And I think that corresponded around the same time the Housewives of Atlanta started. And I have interviewed Nene and Candy and Kim Zosiak and Cynthia Bailey and Kenya um, and I think I also, I think at some point I talked to Sheree, if I'm not mistaken. But I wanted this episode to just go through all of the highlights and all of the little special little tea and nooks and crannies of those interviews. And I hope you enjoy. We are here with the fabulous Nene Leakes from The Real Housewives of Atlanta. I heard that you were actually the one that, you know, really put the whole show together in a way. Yes. Well, I will tell you what happened was I had a friend Mm -hmm. that said to me for weeks, I know the producers of The Real Housewives of Orange County and they're coming out here to do Atlanta. And I said, girl, stop playing. You know, she's one of those girls to Mm -hmm. me that's always trying to act like she got a connection and don't really have one. one, Right. Mm -hmm. So she really had a connection. (laughs) And she called me. She was like, girl, they want to talk to you. And I was like, seriously? So the lady came over and talked to me and after the interview and she asked me um, tell me some other girls that you know mm-hmm. and I gave him Sheree Whitfield Kim Zosiak Deshaun Snow and a girl by the name of Terry Ewing okay and Terry Ewing couldn't work out her contract and they went out and hired Lisa Wu Hartwell okay. I didn't know Lisa coming into the first season okay how do you feel I mean how do you feel about the show I think the show is fantastic we're number one Right. <laughs> we're number one. Yeah, I and mean, we're so, brown girls. Right. And you think it's done it's definitely launched you into doing many mm-hmm. different things. Yeah. How do you feel like it has affected your image? I don't feel like it's affected my image. You know, everybody has an opinion. Yeah, because you're it's a mother just, and you're yeah. a wife and all that. Yeah, so. I'm a mom right. and I'm a wife. And, I'm, and one thing about my husband and I's relationship is we've been together for a very long time. 
-hmm. So we're very solid. So what the media has to say or anybody else have to say about criticizing our relationship, mm -hmm. it won't affect us at all because we've been together for years. Mm -hmm. So we're not like a couple who met in Hollywood and got married and then Hollywood media could tell you apart. They mm -hmm. can't tell me and Greg apart. Mm -hmm. If Greg and I break up, it will be because we broke up. It won't have not anything to do. Not because of the show. Yeah, not because of the show or not because of anything else because my husband knows me very well and I know him. Were you ever a stripper? Because that was a rumor. Yes, I wrote it. Okay. In the book that I was a stripper, I'm not okay. ashamed of that. Okay. And I don't see what the issue is because everybody's out here taking stripper pole classes. Right. What is the problem? <laughs> yes, I was a stripper and I am proud to say it. And I don't even know why people try to hide right. the fact. See, and that is not how you met your husband. That is not how okay. I met my husband. And that's a rumor too. That was, okay, that's okay. not how I wrote in the book about me being a stripper. I don't have anything negative about you know, the stripper life or the stripper past. Okay. I was getting myself out of a situation that I was in. Mm -hmm. Instead of people really talking about the real issue at hand, which was I was in an abusive relationship with a man abusing me mm -hmm. regularly. And I couldn't find my way out of it. And I write about it in the book. I could not find how to get out of it. I was a single mom with a child. I needed to get out. I didn't have any money. I didn't have anywhere to go. And I didn't have anybody to fall back on. Like my family, like my aunt who raised me was not finding in a financial situation yeah well she can really help me you know mm -hmm. and so I had to do what I had to do and stripping so is stripping what I did for time. me it was the answer now it's not the road that everybody would take but I had long legs and luscious lips <laughs> honey I don't see why <laughs> and tatas right. Right. right and I don't see why I couldn't mm -hmm. have done it and I right. did it and the men loved it and my husband know about it I'm very open about it I'm not telling women out here to take that road mm -hmm. I'm just saying that's, that's what, what I, I had to do. And I'm not ashamed of it. No, and I had to come through. And the key is, I came through. You and Candy got into it. Yes. So what happened? What? Well, you know what I really feel about me and Candy's mm -hmm. relationship is that we never had the opportunity to really get to know each other. Right. So what actually happened doing, that caused the fight? Well, what caused the uh, argument on camera was, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, let me think, because right, that's been so many months ago. It had to do with Kim. Oh, of course, okay. her and her wig right. in the picture again. Um, Kim and her wig. What you say? And her and her wig in the picture again. You ain't right. What actually happened was I was trying to tell her that it was something about Kim not wanting me to be on the track from the okay. party for the party. Party for the party. Don't and I was telling her, oh, party. I know what happened. During that whole little controversy about me saying something about Tardy for the party, she said to me that she heard I had been talking about her to everybody. Mm -hmm. And that's what really escalated what we were talking about, take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. She says, I heard you've been talking about me to everybody. And I was mm -hmm. saying, who is everybody? Right. And she said, uh, people in production. She was naming different people in mm -hmm. the production. And I was saying, are you kidding me? Because really, I'm sure they're going to cut and take their people in production names out. But I'm, what I'm thinking is the producers, if she was saying that the producers were telling her that I said things about her, mm -hmm. the producers are trying to make a show. Right. Are you it's kidding me? Game. Yeah. Right. <laughs> are you actually trying to tell me that the producers have told you something about me? They need a show here. Right. And don't even try to take it that far. Right. Like, it's not that serious. I don't talk about you. Because guess what, Candy? I don't know you. And mm. second of all, if I have anything to say about you, I'll tell you to your face. Now that's just how bold I am. Right. Like seriously, that's being real. if that's I talked show. about you, right. I tell because I'd already right. told her prior to that I talked about it before. Right. I told her one day at a lunch, I said some things about you on camera. You know, 
in me no harm, but I'm just saying, I'm just telling you, right. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, duh. So how does that work? I don't get it. Like, you know, sometimes you say, you know, you said some things on the camera, but you didn't really, really didn't mean harm. So would you say some hurtful things or, and then you no. trying to brace a form or what? You, I mean, no, I wasn't trying to brace a form. I, you know, I'm a more of a jokingly okay. kind of person. So I may say something and it'd be jokingly joking, and other jokingly people may, harsh. yeah, some okay. other people may take it harsh. So I was just trying to let her know that, you know, whatever it was that I was saying, it, it They've already played it anyway. It was me and Dwight at the mm -hmm. fabric store, and we would say, fiance, fiance, goodbye. <laughs> you know, and, and we were doing, uh, we said something, I said something like Candy, she uh, did a record a long time ago, something like mm -hmm. that. Anyway, to me, it wasn't harsh. Mm -hmm. So I was just telling her, you know, in case she thought it may have been harsh or if it came off harsh, because you have to understand, too, we're on a reality show. So I can say something, and I could be looking down at my shoe, and then I might look up at the spot on the wall, and that's what they'll cut and clip to. Right. Like she said, and then look, her head turns, and she went that way, you know? And really, right. that so wasn't like in, some, in some respects, that, you know, the moments we see may or may not be as real as we see it, if that makes sense. Well, the Real Housewives, we're very real. real but I'm just for saying, they, they do. Okay. They do cut, and it could be, like I said, you could have been sitting here looking like I'm listening to you talk. Mm -hmm. And then they cut and cut that scene where I, you were staring at me just to like make that. it more dramatic. Yes. Right, okay. That's all I'm saying. And then people start commenting on the blogs and be like, and did you see that look she gave, honey? Mm -hmm. And right. you could have been like, girl, I was sitting up here looking at the spot <laughs> on the wall. And they cut that and put that in. But, you know, nevertheless, I, you know, reality TV can take mm -hmm. you to levels, different right. levels. And reality TV is very popular now. Exactly. Celebrities have them. Exactly. You know, regular folks have, have them. them. You know, it's, it's uh, you know, you got to love it. I just remember, you know, being so excited at the fact that I rented a house in the Hollywood Hills for all the housewives to stop by. And we had it for like one to two days. And every housewife that I wanted at the time stopped by and I pulled it off. I was like, you know, it was more money than I had, but we scraped it together. We did it. And it, I think it turned out perfectly. Miss Bailey, y'all. Yes, I appreciate you bringing me into uh, City Girls Twerks. Oh, twerk. Uh, Especially you know, just, after last night's Well, episode. I didn't win the twerk off mm -hmm. at the Bailey Q, but I was in the running, honey, which means what, I've come a long way. What would you call what you were doing? <laughs> Well, Kenya said I looked like I was getting taped. Uh, my good friend Kenya Moore said, Miss Kenya Moore Daily. But um, mm -hmm. you know what? I think the angle that the camera had, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. my little I mean, situation was not right. Because you couldn't really see how, I mean, in person, I mean, literally it looked like two Rottweilers fighting. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I could tell I was that it was a lot, it was a lot of stuff going on back there. I just couldn't quite see oh, it. I, I got what, I got. The material. I, I got the tools. <laughs> Just trying to figure out how to make a move right. Oh, so um, how have you been? I've been really well, thank you. Been really well. Um, how's this season been so far? Taping and it's done yes. for the most part. Just not the reunion. Yes, it is done. Mm -hmm. This season has been surprisingly amazing. I was, you know, coming off the reunion last year. I didn't really know what to expect. And I thought mm -hmm. it was going to be, I knew it was going to be kind of a tough season, you know, because of the fact that, you know, Nini and I aren't friends anymore. And the reunion and you, was Oh, the reunion nasty. was like a dark hole, basically. Yeah. It was, we did not leave in, we didn't leave, we did not leave off in a good place. So I kind of went into it like, okay, you know what? I'm going to have fun because life is too short and people are like dropping like flies these days and you have to really live your life to the fullest. And I live by that and believe that. And the other thing that I went into season 12 was I went into season 12 with the mindset of 
I'm just going to live in my truth, have a good time, and just go about my life. Mm. Like, I just really, it's just, I've been on the show 10 years. Mm. I'm not going to make myself crazy. I'm not going to stress myself out. You know, this is a show. It's an entertainment show. It's a drama-based show. We come, all the women on the show bring what they bring, and we make a TV show. After that, I go home and I take my wig off. Take and I take these off. eyelashes mm-hmm. off, give me a good old makeup wipe and take all this makeup <laughs> off. And I get on the phone or either I crawl in bed with my heel. Yeah. And I'm feel- happy. And so, okay. So how do you feel about the people who are saying that you just now got a personality on the show? <laughs> oh, I hadn't heard that one. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually it's Meaning like, like you just- a backbone. I've heard that one. Yeah. I didn't hear but about I mean, the personality. The personality is like the backbone. Right. It is basically mm-hmm. like now you have something to say. Now right. you are like, if someone says something to you, you're going to say something back. Right. When did you decide you were going to show more of that? Well, you know, in the past seasons, uh, I've always had a backbone, number one. You know, I do pick and choose my battles. You know, I'm just not really, I've never been a, a super confrontational person but if mm-hmm. you guys go back and see any time that i have been in a situation mm-hmm. where i was confronted with something i mean i've always stood my ground i don't really feel like i start stuff per se but if you back me into a corner i'm not gonna sit there and cry you know what i mean i definitely mm-hmm. hold my own and as far as the personality goes i think like i get Kind of a bad rap, but well, I don't even want to call it bad because I'm I'm fine with being called boring, whatever you want to call it. Ten years mm-hmm. later, obviously somebody Bravo don't think I'm boring. I know that's right. <laughs> okay, so I must be doing something over here, right? A decade. But I think when yeah. you try to handle yourself with class, regardless of your situation, mm-hmm. I think people equate that to well, she's not a wretched girl. She's not gonna do this. She's not gonna do that. It's kind of like okay, well, she's a boring girl. You know, mm-hmm. they want to put you in a box. But again, you know, 10 seasons on the show. I mean, I think some of my events are always the most interesting, fun events. I mean, who else on the show could actually have a 50th birthday party and actually convince the cast to come as them? Mm. Who else could do that? Only Cynthia Bailey. That's true. I, my Bailey cue is like now an annual thing. I had a Bailey bowl that was like, no one will ever forget that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I've done some of the most memorable scenes on on. On the show, to right. be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So I don't consider myself boring. I consider myself, um, I pick and choose my battles and I try to conduct myself with, with class mm-hmm. when I can. Don't always work out for me, chat. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I get turned up, you know, they pull me out of my bag. Yeah. And I, I mean, I like that, you know, now for you, it's like you found love. Mm-hmm. And that has been, you know, a part of the storyline. And I'm sure it's going to continue to be a part. Yeah, it's of, a part of my life. A part of your life. You know, um, on a show, B. Scott, you mm-hmm. know, you can't. If I am in love and I have a love life, if I don't show it on the show, then people on the show feel like, well, how can you have this great life with Mike and we never get to see him? Mm-hmm. Kind of like what happened with Kenya. Exactly. And, and that's you, how she got in trouble. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. And, we go, and on the podcast, we're going to talk about all the okay. ins and outs. Okay. We're going deep. We're going deep. And that's the truth. I mean, that's the reason why Kenya was set down. Right. And I'm just lucky because that was a concern for me when I met Mike. I was like, oh, my God, I met this man that I love that I really want to be with and I'm really happy with. Then I was like, dang, now I got to see if he'll come on the show. Right. Because I can't really. I mean, I can. I mean, either. I mean, I guess I could show, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to quit my job to to be in a relationship. So lucky for me, you know, he lives in L.A. I and live he in comes Atlanta. from media, too. Absolutely. So, so he's, well, he's used to being on TV. Mm-hmm. He's just not used to being on 
you know, a reality. <laughs> That's a whole another TV show. And I can understand the hesitance of um, the significant others or the husbands on being on the show because they do come into the spotlight and they yes. are critiqued. And oftentimes it's a negative critique. Well, they definitely get quite a bit of um, unwanted attention, I'll mm-hmm. say. You know, the focus, when the focus um, turns to them, you know, it's not usually to see all the great things that are, that they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's usually the know, negative. The negative. I, I, it reminds me of the scene where Nini and Peter were getting into it. Mm-hmm. And she said to him, stop being a bitch or right. something like that. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think that was the beginning of a problem with you and Nini because that was just, I was just like, whoa, you just call right. this man a bitch. Right. She's, I, think she, <laughs> I think her exact words were stop acting like a bitch. Stop acting like a bitch. And, you know, that that definitely put us in a spot. Mm-hmm. And we didn't, we ended up not being friends after a while over that. But, you know, it goes back to respect. Yeah. There is nothing that would ever make me disrespect her husband. I just wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? Even if I felt it, I just wouldn't do it just because I have respect for her marriage. I have respect for her and her man. I just wouldn't do it. Do you believe husbands and kids are off limits? Kids, most definitely. And I think husbands... For the most part, unless they put themselves into the fire. Mm -hmm. And I felt like, you know, Peter often, (laughs) he inserted himself. So (laughs) if he he got what he got, (laughs) but he was a little more vocal than some of the other husbands, because honestly, some of the other husbands don't really, you know, get involved in in the group, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But, you know, times have changed. You know, the show has changed and the guys are actually more involved in all of our stories than they you know, more than they ever really have before. And speaking of what just happened in the last episode Mm -hmm. at your house, that was a very cute, the belly cue. That was really interesting to me because I felt like the dynamics of the friendships are changing once again. Yes. Because I was shocked about, let me tell you, and I'm friends with Kenya too. Yes. And I mean, let's be a hundred percent transparent. I'm friends. Well, I used to be friends with Nini. Yeah. I actually met you through Nini. Yes. I used to be friends mm-hmm. with Nini. Nini, me and Nini had have an issue now because I don't respect how she got me in front of Andy Cohen and was saying negative things to me in front of him. We were at Palace and she was like, you know, and this blogger and, and, and this Kenya's friend and, you know, that's what I understand. And I, at first, I didn't even know she was talking to me. My friend, she got, even Nini was drinking. And so she started going off. And my friend's like, she, I think she's talking to you, B. And I turned around and she was like, directed towards me in front of this, you know, for me, it's like, he's an executive for Bravo. Right. And it's a white man. Mm -hmm. You don't, as a person in my community, you don't get me in front of this man and start talking shit to me. Right. Yeah. And so that's how me and Nene, and now how I feel like we ain't cool because you should never do that. Number one, if you got something, anything to say to me about, especially about my work or blog or whatever, she was mad because she felt like me and Kenya had became close and she hates Kenya. Mm -hmm. And so, that's when, when she started drinking, that's what came out. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know how she gets, mm-hmm. she gets a little, Nene came out, baby. <laughs> and then I had yeah, to- Yeah, I've re- met Nene. Yeah. <laughs> I've definitely met Nene before. And then I had to reintroduce her to B. Scott. Mm. And I said, as we all know, right in front of Andy, I said, it's the people like us that write stories about the housewives that make people want to watch. That's very true. And I said, and, and actually, she was talking about the season that Kenya wasn't there because there was no exclusives that she felt that 
you know, that's the reason why, because Kenya was my source. And I was like, and before I was friends with Kenya, I was friends with you. And right. I still had those exclusives, didn't I? Right. That's true. I said, the reason why I didn't talk about that season, because that last season was boring. That's why I said her. I was reading her. And I was like, and there was no exclusive to talk about. There was nothing. I felt like going to my fan base. I do stories that people click on. I make my money based on people coming to the site. And, right. and Andy you should have been at the Bailey Q. I you should. Very shade, huh? You need to host the Bailey Q next I year. <laughs> <laughs> Here's today's STEM tip. Don't throw out that old plastic bottle. Repurpose it by turning it into an awesome terrarium. Just fill it with sand, pebbles, soil, and your favorite plant. It'll grow sealed right in its own ecosystem. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Trend Micro. At CDW, we get that patch-together security can leave gaps in protection. I patch things together all the time, like this broken desk chair. Some duct tape, good as new. Orchestrated by CDW, Trend Micro Cloud One provides unified protection and better visibility across cloud services. It's all-in-one cloud security that can hold its own. Okay. Want to buy some gently used office furniture? No, thanks. IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash trend micro. Actually, a little tidbit that not anyone knows other than me and my producer, Brian Vasquez, is that we actually, me and Cynthia actually discussed Nini's boyfriend, um, the person that she's been seeing, um, before any of the information came out. Page six ran exclusive about Rodney um, she dating someone at Rodney at the USDA. And then also Kenya brought it up during the reunion, which is was explained in our lovebescott.com exclusive about the reunion. Um, but we discussed it, but later, um, you know, we decided um, that that's something that we didn't want to put up out at that time. And so that's an interesting little tidbit. We're here tonight with another real housewife, Valanta. Kim, Hi. thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me. So when I watch the show, I sometimes feel like everyone is kind of bullying you or at different times, they're always trying to pick a fight. So how do you feel about that? First it was Nene, then it was Sheree. And you know, so how do you feel about, and then Lisa at some point? Well, Lisa is a snooze fest. She's so boring. And um, Sheree's the same. Nene, she's pretty funny, I have to say. Um, so you, and you got into it with Sheree on Ellen. Sheree, because you know what? Bottom line is this. Sheree's like 40. You know, I'm the youngest housewife. And um, Sheree's like 40 and she pulls my wig. Like, that's a no-no. Like She said she wanted just to shift it. For what? That's what she said. She said, I'm going to shift it. She's going to shift it. Well, for you, what? You didn't see the interview? She's like, I just want to no, shift it. No, I did that's see it. Said, I'm going to shift it. You well, didn't see that? For what? I don't know. You lunatic. Because I was thinking, when I talked to Candy yesterday, I was like, you know, if I was going to pull, you know, I would pull it off. If you're going to pull it. Yeah. I don't understand a little tug. Yeah. If you're going to be about it, do it. But that's like, the thing is, is you wanted to humiliate me. You were Mm -hmm. successful and it bothered me. And then when I watched the footage, Mm -hmm. that night was really upsetting. It went on for a long time, an hour and a half. It wasn't Mm -hmm. what you, just what you saw. Right. And I would try to leave. They would follow me. I tried to go back inside. They'd follow me everywhere I went. They were corny. They were just, it was crazy. I didn't grow up that way. I was never in a position like that. And uh, So when she put her hands on your hair and pulled it, how did you feel in that moment? Oh, I felt a couple things. I said some, my language was terrible. And I was like, you know, 
you have fake hair too. Like, he's trying to humiliate me. That's really nice because she knows what I've been through, and you know the fact that I didn't want to wear a wig four years ago. I had fantastic hair, and I, so to do that's really humiliating. Like you went, you dug deep, you dug low, you went low to do that to me. But at the end of the day. Mm. Um, and on Ellen, Ellen had asked her, like, why did you do that? Right. She's like, well, Kim's a habitual liar. I have not yet once mm-hmm. heard Nene. So you were saying that she was writing bad checks. No, she brought that up on Ellen. She, okay. yeah, she, so is she writing bad checks? Did you say she, she was writing bad checks? Yeah. She is writing bad checks. She has in the past, but you know what? That's not... I've been broke. Like, that's not something mm-hmm. you play around with. It's something that I said on the show that got me really irritated and I was embarrassed about. And I was like, you know what? Like, I don't appreciate you doing this. You want to call me out on something? I know so much about Nene and Sheree and have never... And would never to this very moment mm-hmm. divulge anything that I know. Because when they told me this information, they told me in confidence as their friend. Mm-hmm. We're not friends today. That is not a free pass mm-hmm. for you to go and air Dirty Laundry. Right. With that being said, on Ellen, Sheree brought up the bounce check. She said Kim's a habitual liar. Nene, Lisa, nor Sheree have ever come up with one thing I've ever lied about. Uh, And Sheree just kept going. Ellen jumped on the couch. Right. And I I heard you guys got fined. Did you get fined? Something because someone cussed or something. No, I hope I didn't get fined. Would I know? If I I would know. I remember when I watched the um, reunion special last year. Um, and I was confused. So, did you have cancer or not have I cancer? I never said I had cancer, ever. Okay. I never had cancer. They asked me in detail. Mm-hmm. You know, we filmed for seven hours. Mm-hmm. So, there's a lot more that you don't see, and they just show you what they want to show you. Okay. And, you know, I'm past all that. I'm healthy as hell. Okay. So, what, what, exactly, what exactly happened? Is there? Did you talk about it before? I talked about the whole thing on the show, and they just edited it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what, what caused the issue with... I'm just not going to get into it, but it's nothing okay. that serious. It, we initially thought it was very serious. I mean, you take me today. So you initially thought it was cancer. I'm a nurse. I have a nursing degree. Okay. The doctor that was doing all of my my testing and all of my... I just lost a bunch of weight. My hair was really brittle. My own hair was you know, about to hear beautiful. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't feeling right for a while. And uh, But he was a friend of mine. I worked for him. Okay. So he so, would tell me stuff on the inside that, that he wouldn't tell you mm-hmm. because I'm a nurse and I worked for him. So his, you know, a lot of this stuff was, you know, this is what I'm leaning towards right now, but let's wait two weeks. Let's do this. Let's do that, etc. So what happened to Big Papa? I don't know. You tell me. Ow. So is Big Papa gonna in in the future gonna be actually shown? Has he been shown yet? He's out there. He's out there. I'm sure people have found Big Papa. That is a big. How many carrots is that? I don't know exactly. Oh my God. Does Big Papa have a gay brother? <laughs> <laughs> and how is Big Papa with your children? Fantastic. I'm not obviously home, and they called me yesterday on the way to school, on the way home from school, and said they wanted to see him. So they go in the hand with him. We're a family. People have this idea that I'm this mistress, that like you know, he comes over and we're intimate and, and leaves. Okay, that's what we're talking so about. So wrong. Doing the shoot, doing the um, shoot where you were doing um, the alter egos with Derek Blanks. Um, you know, they were all, all the girls were saying, oh, you should be, you know, she should have an easy time playing a mistress. That's what she is. I never She's knew. a mistress. Everybody kept saying it. So. Do you feel like you're a mistress? Two things. Number one, I was never told. Who would ever play the role of a mistress? Mm -hmm. Come on. 
Like, who would dress up as that? I was never what I was told. I was going to be like my glamorous, blinged out, I love diamonds. I was going to be myself. Mm. And then my alter ego, which was myself, you know, black hair, conservative, pearls, washing an apron, etc. And then you have So no one told you you were going to play Never, 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 never. Now, is Big Papa was legally married? Yes. Legally married. So technically you were a mistress. No. Here's the thing. Okay. Sheree has been going through a, was going through a divorce for three and a half years. Was she she was dating. Does that mean that Sheree was cheating on her husband? No. They were separated, living separate lives, and they're going through a divorce. So people insinuate or make these we're a family. Like we travel as a family. He's a huge part of my kids' lives. He just didn't want to be on the show. Well, I mean, bravo. There's a lot of other stipulations. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. It's fun. Look, everybody asks about him every interview. Right. Big problem. I mean, nobody's stupid. <laughs> I just like the name Big Problem. That's Papa. what I call him. And, right. But that's what I call him. And I've always Big called Papa. him that. And he's not very tall. So. Why didn't you want to do um, the play the black girl in the alter ego um, shoot? I just felt like it was like a racial sensitivity thing. I just felt like it just wasn't really smart. Like, I have a lot I actually of agree with that. black friends. And, um... And there's just, it's just crossing the line. I think that uh, there's some other things I could have done. Not a mistress. That was not even in the cards. But I just felt like, nah, that's kind of a little too much. How do you feel about being the only white um, housewife on the show? I never felt or saw the color until yesterday. Hmm. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh, I went and did Brian McKnight's show with the girls yesterday. And Brian says, why do you guys think that you're so successful? And they all said, because we're brown. We got brown skin. And I I didn't say nothing. I just sat there to myself and I was like. So they said the reason why they are so successful is because they have brown brown skin. skin. And that was the very first time today that I ever really saw the color. Like I ever looked around and saw the girls and I'm by myself in a way. I felt like, well, hello, I'm over here. Before that, I never really saw, I don't look at people and say I'm the only white girl. I will say it's very beneficial when they're like, hey, you know Kim from The Real Housewives? And they're like, Kim, and they're like, the only white one. Right. The token white chick. It's you know? easier to Yeah, so it's fantastic. If I was on Orange County, they would be like the blonde one. Well, which one? Um, but I don't see color. I never have. Until yesterday. Wow. So how did you get on the show anyway? How did that come about? Nini. Nini. I knew Nini, and I had met Sheree through Nini, but Sheree and I weren't really close, and Nini had said she was filming a pilot. And uh, I said, oh, okay. I mean, I'll go film it with you. And they wanted all African-American. They never, ever had any plans of having me, ever. And um, I filmed the pilot, and they sent the footage to Bravo, and Bravo was like, we're going to keep her. Wow. I was like that little... So it was meant to be. Yeah. Put you on the show. Yeah. To be suggested. Who else can take out all these bitches? <laughs> right. Exactly. Are you kidding me? Like, I really look at it like they've made me so much stronger, and I literally do take on mm-hmm. Nene, Lisa, and Sheree. I keep saying, like, it's going to be one episode, you're just going to go off and lose it. Sort of like how Elizabeth... I lost ha- it. My lost it. When mm-hmm. Sheree touched my hair mm-hmm. and that kind of thing, like, that's crossing the line. Like, mm-hmm. you could, we can exchange words. It's okay to disagree. Right. And it's okay to exchange words. And sometimes we may lose our cool... But don't touch me. But don't touch me. Right. That's what and I'm... And I consider... And I, you know, oftentimes wear a weave, too. Yeah. And I consider that to be a part of my body. Right. Don't touch me. Right. You know, I just... I just felt like... She did say she just wanted to shift it. What if I mean, somebody what wanted to... I don't get that. I don't get that either. I don't get it either. But why do they rag on me for wearing... She wears pieces. Charade. She That's not her real hair. Right. Nini wears a wig. Like, I don't I don't get why it's so serious. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I talk about it now, and now I'm just doing... I'm doing and then you're doing line. a wig line. Yeah. Exactly. So I think it's and you're also doing music. 
So how excited are you about your music? Well, Candy took a risk. Yes. Really took a risk. Uh, I took a lot of heat last year okay. for the footage that was shown between Dallas and I. Mm -hmm. And uh, he has some not so nice things to say about you. Yeah. How do you feel? Well, about he that? has a lot of. He doesn't say a lot of nice things about anybody. Mm -hmm. Christina Aguilera, Brittany. You know what I mean? He has. I just think he has his moments. That's just who he is. You would say. I have nothing bad to say about him. I just, I don't appreciate some of the things that he said about me, and uh, I've never done anything to him. I will say this. If I was Dallas Austin, and I agreed to be on the show and to be in the studio, and the footage that was aired was humiliating for both me and for Dallas, and to be as successful as Dallas is, it's humiliating. So I get that, but don't take it out on me. I want a candy. So can they? Come on. How was that vocal? Was it good? Hey, what's up, hey, How are you? I'm good. So the question, and we're going to get right into it. The question I want to know okay. is how in the hell did you get on the show? I mean, did, why would you want to be involved in such drama? Well, you know what? Okay, really? I wasn't even, I was supposed to be doing the show with Tiny and Toya. Oh, okay. I was chilling, minding my own business. Tiny called me and was like, oh, I want to do a show. I want to put a show together. She asked me to do it. We started working on it. When we got with the producer, he didn't want to use me. Ooh. <laughs> he just wanted them, he just wanted Tiny and Toya, which was cool. That's I, what you call a goop. Hey, he gooped you. It's cool, though. Okay. You know, I didn't want to hate on nobody opportunities, so mm -hmm. I was like, okay, cool. But the week after I found out he didn't want me on their show, the people from the Housewives called me and was like, you know, can we meet with you to be on the Housewives? Mm -hmm. So I was like, everything happens for a reason. Right. You don't know why. So how much of the drama is real? All of it. All of it. So it's not All of it. It's not like, I feel like a lot of times I see the show and say, like, Candy, we're going to set this up oh. and you're going to have an argument with Nene. That's mm -hmm. not how it goes. No. Because, like, when Nene and I, well, they haven't showed it yet, but when Nene and I get into it, like, the day that it happened, I was not expecting that to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it just got blown up real quick. It went from two to ten. Mm -hmm. And you strike me as the type of person that backs up what they have to say. Like, you will actually what? You do a lot of talking. No, like, that's what I was about. Like, normally, I don't even argue with mm -hmm. women or right. whatever. It's like, you know, I say what I got to say, you can say what you say. Mm -hmm. And I'm cool with the disagreement. Mm -hmm. But when you get to loud talking to me, it's something about my, I just, I can't take it. Right. Like and, loud and talking. And he needs so much bigger than you, too. It's I like don't care. That, that matters. None of that matters to me. Mm -hmm. Can you like, tell us, uh, kind of allude to what it was about? <sighs> Let's, okay, she was arguing with Kim first. Mm -hmm. And then Kim left, but she was still loud. Like, you know how you can still be amped. Yeah, she was still amped. Mm -hmm. So then she started coming at me like, oh, she going to talk about you too? You being cool? Where is she going to be talking about you too? Blah, blah, blah. So basically she was like, you know, she's going to do the same that she did to me to you. So why are you acting yeah. like it's okay? I guess so. And then I was just like, hell, you be talking about me too. So whatever. Who cares? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then she just kept going. And I was like, first I was just like, okay, like. I don't do all this, like all this all loud this talking. talking. I don't do all this, okay? So bring bring your voice down. And she kept going. I was like, hey. And I saw that, you know how you can see something coming as, as you're doing it. You're like, oh, Lord. And then I heard some girl in the background saying, Candy, your fans don't want you to do this. No, Candy, no. Okay. So I, that's why I was like, that's my I'm going to walk away. No, be Scott, no. <laughs> yeah, I was so like, how do you feel about when people say that none of the real Housewives of Atlanta actually have money? Uh, I feel that you're making a very general statement, which you shouldn't make. <laughs> 
So you're saying you have coins? Of course. I mean, like, really? I mean, I don't try to, I don't like bragging on money. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I tell people, like, if you want to know, if you know anything about royalties, Mm -hmm. look up at my list of songs. I've been on a lot of albums that have sold 10 million records or more. So those royalties, TLC, NSYNC, you know, Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston. Mimi. Yes, your girl. My girl. Yeah. So I've been on like us, you know, like a lot of albums, and then like some of those albums, I've had like five songs that I've written on them more. So you own your own house? Yeah, I own my house. I have multiple houses. You didn't just move in, huh? You didn't just move in. No, I've been in my house since I was 19 years old. So let's run down all the housewives, and I want like one more response. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? Don't do me like that. I give you two words. Okay. I give you two words. Nene. Loud. That was the first word that came to mind. I know. So we give two. You wanted two, so. I need three words. I heard a ghetto from back there. Somebody else. Going once. Going twice. Can I have three words? You go three words. Made for TV. Ooh. In what way? You saying that she's fake or she has a personality she puts for television? It, she puts it on extra for television. And then actually, you know, I'm not just making this up. She said it herself today earlier. I heard her say she said she has camera balls. Camera balls. Something. Oh, uh, okay. Something it, about the camera. It could be what I call she has, ball. So she grows balls on camera that she basically. may not have in real life. Yeah. Okay. Lisa. Energetic. Very. That's your right. Misjudged. I have a question. So, you know, I know we're doing this like, you know, naming names, but the point when Sheree was trying to pull Kim's hair, I had an issue with that only because if you're going to do something, commit to it. I said the same thing. If me and you're going to get into it right now, right? And I'm not going to go ahead and tug at your hair. Okay. I'm going to snatch it off. I'm going to pull the whole thing off. Man, and then I'm, I'm going to swing it around like a roller coaster. I'm going to snatch you down by right. your head. If you, if you better hope that wig is not on tight because your whole head is going down. Exactly. Um, Kim. Fun. Over the top. Um, and so tell us about this Brady Bunch family you have going on. I saw one episode and it seemed like it was too many kids for me to count. So can you explain how that happened and how are you coping with having like 12,000 kids? Oof. Okay. Well, <laughs> AJ has six kids. Mm-hmm. I six. have one. Okay. I have a daughter. And um, going into the relationship, I didn't know that AJ had six kids. Like, I had. How known, did you not know that? Because, like, I mean. His kids are kind of spread out all over. Well, no. Like, he had three. Well, I knew of three. He didn't mention it. Like, I guess I would see him around, but it would be like in a club setting or mm-hmm. different, not a place where you have your kids, kids, you know? Right. So it's just like, oh, he's a cool guy. And even like the people that I knew that knew him, they was like, oh, he's a good dad, whatever, whatever. So I'm not knowing how good of a dad. I didn't know it was that big. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, we were dating, we started dating, and then like, I guess probably like a month into the relationship. His sons told me. You have six kids. When they said, you met this, you met the girls yet? I'm like, what girls? What girls? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so so what, what made, because I know for a lot of people, six kids might be a lot. Oh, it, 
it would have been a what lot. What caused you to get past that? Well, I think okay. would be like six kids. It's like yeah. Okay. Well, see, this is the thing. I'm not. Saying, I'm not gonna say they're baggage, but that's a lot. You know. I'm, no. I'm looking at a lot of love and all that things of that nature. I see there's a lot of love. A lot of love. No, but um, I but honestly, when you first found out about it, you were like, what the hell? I was more so. Damn, my family didn't tell me that. You know. Right. But that's something you might want to mention. Yeah, but at the same time, I think that mm. if he had a told me in the beginning. You might have shut it down. I, yeah, I probably wouldn't have t- taken the time to get to know him and, and really fall in for him. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? But I feel like because I did fall for him mm-hmm. quickly, that w- that's what made me say, you know what? Okay. Okay. And what exactly does he do? <laughs> He's Tommy from Martin. He don't know what he do. He's what? He's like Tommy from Martin. You don't know him? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what the what? Okay, but you know, but you know, on this couch. Okay. Get, what exactly, specifically, does he do? If you had to pin, like, write it down. If what I is, had to pin it down. Okay. He has a collections agency. Okay. You know, so if I don't pay call, my bill, yeah, they so call if I don't pay my phone bill, it might be him calling me saying, yes. um, boo boo, you need to pay that. And he just bought into the strip club in Atlanta. It's called the Body Tap. The Body Tap. Okay. Yeah. So, so he's so he, like part owner now. So he got the money to to buy into the strip club from the business that he has there. Yeah, well, he's had a lot of businesses. Okay. You know what I mean? But since I was in a relationship, legitimate with businesses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's on, he's on, no, I'm saying he's owned restaurants and all kind of okay. stuff. But I'm saying during our relationship, he had the collections agency. Okay. And how does he feel about, you know, and his production a, company, but. How does he feel about buying into a strip club when he has like five girls or how many girls? How does that. Oh, you're talking about his, his kids. He has three daughters. Three daughters. Does he feel any kind of way about. Well, no, because, you know, in Atlanta, strip clubs are a big business. Right, okay. So. He's looking at how he's going to take care of his daughters, and that's going to help. So, <laughs> shake that money maker. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, this is dawning on me. You uh, and Fantasia. Why did I just say you shake that You and Fantasia. It just came over my spirit. I saw a YouTube video of you and Fantasia on the floor mm-hmm. doing the little. Yes, yes. Well, we that's were, what I call we were, the quintessential strip move when that leg goes like that. And you did it well. <laughs> and you seem very content about it, but I heard that Fantasia's people got upset yeah. and she thought that it wasn't a good look for her and they felt like you kind of... We were just acting silly. Like, mm. it was just one of those things, because um, she was singing okay. and the, one of my dancers, when she came by my rehearsal, she was singing, one of my dancers cut her off and was like acting like she was singing. She was like, oh, hell no. You over here, dan- you singing and dancing too? Oh, hell no, don't let me start. So and she that's saying, how it started. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So we just start, started <laughs> acting crazy when she started shaking and I was like oh, okay well let me show you this move mm-hmm. and, yeah, I saw and it went from there yes. what do you feel is the most positive thing from being on a show and the most negative thing positive is it helps you build your brand okay. you know you get, get new fans yeah you know new fans good that's good for business negative is how they've been running AJ through the mud Wow. Like, mm-hmm. really negative. Like, he one day he hit me and um, not hit me, but I mean on the text me. Mm-hmm. I don't want people thinking there's no abuse going. Right. <laughs> you know, but right. he sent me a text. He was just like, you know, um, 
everybody making me look like I'm a scrub. I wish you would have never did this show. And I was only, you know, trying to be a good sport for you. And now I'm looking crazy as hell. And I just feel so bad. Because I was like, wow. And then, like, when it first hit the internet before the show even aired, like, a few months that we were going to be on the show, and everybody started dogging him out or whatever, and talking about his kids and stuff, his son had texted me and was, oh, no, he called me. He was like, man, you know, why everybody's saying that all his kids on welfare? You know, I'm not on welfare. My mom, you know, we're not on welfare. Why would they say that? And I feel horrible because I'm like, it's really my fault. And thank you so much, Love Muffins, for listening to the Beast Scott show and our montage of all the celebrity um, real housewives of Atlanta housewives that I have talked to over the years and we're going to have even more next week it's going to be all types of information that you may have forgotten in the interviews that I have done so until then double kisses bye bye so much for listening to the b scott show you can find me on twitter facebook and youtube at love b scott and make sure you review the show on itunes and you can always find me on lovebscott.com. scott.com